0: Welcome to Vancouver Entertainment Magazine, I'm your host EJ Love, today I'm interviewing Ian Alexander-Hibbert, what is it, um, you are a software, software engineer, software engineer yeah. from here in Vancouver. Yeah, I'm
1: actually from <laughs> Toronto, I moved to Vancouver two years ago.
0: Alright, welcome yeah. to the show by yeah. the way. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I'm glad to be on. It's a big surprise. Yeah. How <laughs> expect nice this today. Well, man, thank you for filling in and coming in and being with us today. Yeah, of course. Uh, talk a little bit about yourself, brother. Let's uh, let's get inside the inside, the blood and guts of what you do and how you do and how you feel. <laughs> okay. All right. So, tell us a little bit about your growth here.
1: About my growth. Oh, man. Where do we start? Do you want to yeah. go all the way from the back? <laughs>
0: well, you can go from the back to the front, to the front, to the back. I'm, I'm versatile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's start af- uh, I guess where I am right now Currently I work as a software engineer And we started transitioning To working from home Okay So that has like kind of Blown my mind in some ways Because it's no longer Nine to five Right And I'm trying to get out Of that mentality of Oh, I have to work from nine to five But now I realize like I'm the creator of my own life now Right Right, and I get to choose Where I want to go And what I want to do Right And I find that very interesting So one of the things I, I'm i always developing Is uh, my health I'm always working on my health Okay Because I'm a big believer In that you're brain and your body are connected right it's not it's not if uh, i don't need to eat healthy or you know i i, I they're separate right? right some people think that oh i don't need sleep i can just keep working 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 right and that's how the hustle and that's how you get better but what i realize is that everything you do is connected so every day i work on my body i try to go for a run or try to i guess free my
0: mind and my body <laughs> okay. okay now you said the mind mm-hmm. how does that work with you how does that how does that you and the body and the mind, how do they work together? How
1: do they work together? It's kind of like a conversation with yourself. For example, when you work out, some people, they always they have this conversation in their head and they say, oh, it's so hard, oh, I can't do this, oh, why am I doing this, right? right? And what you speak is what becomes true. Right. If I tell myself, well, I can't do this, oh, this is so hard, I don't want to do this, what do you think will happen? Right. You're going to become... What you've, I guess, prophesized. Sure, you ways, are what right? you eat. Yeah, <laughs> big believe in what you are what you consume, especially mm-hmm. when you consume media content and food. To me, there's almost like no difference because you become what you put in.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and expound upon that. How, how does that? How does that translate into your everyday life as far as you uh, becoming a software?
1: All oh, right. So. Software engineering is an interesting topic because it requires a lot of focus. Like, I wouldn't even start a project or a task without having at least 20 minutes of complete focus because it takes a while to... It's kind of like you have this maze in your head that you need to figure out a solution to a problem, right? And you can't stop... Anytime somebody interrupts me um, during my problem-solving times, Mm -hmm. I... It's like a, I jump out of this world that I created in my head, right. and I'm like, okay, uh, hello, where, where, where am I? Like, yeah. what's going on? So, how this connects to your body and your mind is that I noticed. That's <laughs> actually how I met Guy. So I started in jujitsu. Oh, right. Okay. So <laughs> during my work, this this sounds crazy to people that I tell it to because they're like, how can you take uh, two hours off for lunch and go to gym, right? right. And something I, I experimented with is that. I would go to work and I'd probably work for an hour until one o'clock was uh, the jujitsu time. Mm-hmm. And I would go from one to three. Okay. And that sounds like an insane break because who gets a two hour break during work time? Right. Right. People would, like my parents or my friends, would say, What, what are you doing? Right. But what I, what I realized is that every single time I would work until I got stuck. Then I'd go to jujitsu and it's a completely different world. You're being attacked, like literally. <laughs> You're like, Oh my God, <laughs> don't choke me. Right. It's a whole different world. Right. But what that allows you to do is to um, diffuse your mind. So there's two types of thinking. There's, I guess there's a directed thinking and diffused thinking. Directed is more like when you're solving a math problem. Let's say 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus blah, blah, blah. And right. you keep going. You have to focus on that one thing. All right. But there's a point where you get stuck in programming where you need to take a break. Mm-hmm. And this is where it gets very interesting. Because your mind works in the background. It solves the problem in the background. Okay. And that's where jujitsu comes in. So while I'm being attacked, like physically, right. I'm no longer thinking of, oh, how do I solve this? Uh, mm-hmm. wh- whatever problem I was working on for software engineering. Sure. Right. right. But when I came back from jujitsu, the problem, I instantly solved. Yes. And to me, that's crazy because I was never, I wasn't thinking about it. I was right. thinking about not dying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So long story, that's why I work on the body and the mind because okay. they feed into each other. Wicked. Yeah. So the more you... Work on your body. The healthier your body is, the healthier your mind is. So the more focus and energy you can have. Right. And to me, life is all about energy. When I first met you, when you first walked in, you are like, hey, what's up, brother?
0: <laughs> and I could feel that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. I I totally, 110% agree with you. Now, how does um, the transition from uh, being a Toronto to Vancouver, mm. how, how has that been for you, the transition? Oh, man, that is... It's night and day
1: for me. So I actually I say Toronto because it's what people know. But yep. I'm actually from Markham. <laughs> See, that's why I don't say Markham. Okay. So you think about, you've lived in Vancouver for 26 years, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, you can think of um, Markham is the Richmond of Toronto. Oh, okay. Right. So I grew up around a lot of Asian culture. Like all yeah. my friends are Chinese, and yeah. I'm also Chinese. So it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so in Markham, it's kind of flat and. It's not as, it's nowhere as beautiful. When I first came here, I, I, had no, I had no idea what Vancouver was about. I'd never seen it before. I just knew it was a nice sunny nice place sunny on place. the uh, west coast. Right. So when I was flying in, I saw mountains. And to me, that <laughs> just blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yes. Oh. Lots of mountains. I don't think I've, yeah, I don't think I've seen mountains in my life before until I flew across here. Wow. Yeah. So that's just like one thing. That was probably four years ago. Right. And to me, I still have that image in my mind. But for the, the differences, just lifestyle, I think people here are more, they're, s- they're slower. Yes, you much know, slower. Here. Slower, more chill. But I think the nature aspect to Vancouver is what,
0: what uh, I guess, keeps me here. Right. Right. Do you find it being a little slower? Because that was kind of interesting transitional problem I was having. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm up at three in the morning and I'm ready to work. Um, here they don't get really up and moving until about 10 or 11 (laughs) o'clock. Then it's time for lunch and then it's time to go home. So you know, how much work is really being done in that short time span here? And Mm. I found that to be uh, kind of like my problem with the city. Mm. It's like I'm Mm. up. Where is everybody? Okay, I'll reach them in seven hours later. (laughs) You know, but yeah, so you understand what I'm saying, right? It's kind of like that, but Being that as as it may, you do slowly, you know, amalgamate yourself into Mm -hmm. this system here. And uh, once you do that, I mean, the world's your oyster. You you just kind of find your way, like the maze you explained earlier. Uh, Is that the same way for you, I mean, Has it been that for you? (laughs) I guess when I
1: first came here, so now I walk really slow. (laughs) But when I first came here, I'm like, what are these people doing? Because in Toronto, it's kind of like you race against each other. Yes. In terms of yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. One thing I did notice is that everything closes so damn early. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like 9 o'clock and I want to get some food. Yeah. Uh, I guess McDonald's is over. Yeah,
0: Well, you know, yeah, you have to kind of go for your, for your own after 8 <laughs> o'clock. Yeah, it is like that here. It really is. But uh, be that as it may, you have made a niche here. You have found your niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say you have your, your friends, uh, your connections here have all, you know, come together and this stuff. Yeah. Has it been really good for you now since, you know, I mean, and... Yeah. Yeah?
1: It's been a long time coming, though. when I first came here, when I heard from other people is that Vancouver rights are very cold and distant. Like, they have their own, what do call it? cliques. cliques? Yeah, yeah, that's what they call yeah. it. Right. So something I find very interesting is that all of my friends and all the people I meet that I talk to are not from Vancouver, even yourself here. No one's from where? No, we're all from
0: somewhere else. And I think that kind of is why people are in pockets instead Mm of amalgamating. Yeah, because we're unsure of each other. Yeah, Yeah. We're a um, transient city. So what I mean by that is that people don't, you know... What they don't know keeps them apart and that Mm -hmm. they move so frequently, they never get a chance to really get to know each other. So, you know, I mean, you can hide behind the software and type Mm your life away to someone else or your story away. But what really initiates anything is human contact. And that in itself, in the midst of COVID, has more separated us Mm -hmm. than ever now or kept us apart. So, I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? I guess you're saying. You know, but the human gift of a smile and saying hello, I, you know, i come from a town where we wake up and we wave across mm-hmm. the street at Mr. Johnson and Mr. Johnson's waving at us. And Ms. Johnson's got, a, you know, something to give us to give to up my mom, you know, and that's, you don't, that have, so wonderful. You don't, you don't have, have that, that here, here. Yeah. you know, which is unfortunate. Maybe someday, maybe through after COVID is over, we'll, we'll assimilate that mm-hmm. sort of lifestyle and, and it will bring us together. But do you find that is, is a true connotation of, of the way things are here? Of course. Yeah. You know, and it's, it is, it is <clears throat> rather sad in its, in, its, um, in its own idea that we are one here. We, we are um, a tapestry of, of color and spectrum here, and in, it needs to find itself to become closer. I, I totally wish that we mm-hmm. would come tighter through this. And uh, But there seems to be a constant pull <clears throat> of cultures and uh, systematic ways of living. Um, but, um, yeah, back to you, man. I- I'm sitting up here making speeches. Um, <laughs> you know, what is it – What is it, uh, how has it been for you, really, though, uh, in software and, and working and becoming part of this fabric? You know what I find interesting? You said back to me, but – I much prefer to
1: talk about what you're talking about, right? <laughs> like, software is like, yes, whatever. Yeah. But yeah we'll talk about it human then. Let's connection, go. What, what you said earlier about how people, how in your your old neighborhood, you say, hey, Mr. Johnson and Mr. Yeah. Johnson, hey. Right. And you give each other these things. When I first came here, I, you know, I was afraid to say hi to people in the elevator. Like, I oh. wouldn't even, you wouldn't really look at each other. Right. Right. And I've always been starving for this kind of comedian human connection because I didn't really have that growing up. So... What I learned to do is that you, it's like what Michael Jackson says, if you look in the mirror, you have to be the change you want to see. Right. So what I've started doing is I, it took me like a full year to do this, to be able to say hi to someone in the elevator and hi to someone walking down the street and just smile to them. And what I've noticed is my world is opening up because I smile at people, people smile back at me and it seems like the world, at least in my world, is getting nicer. So I kind of want to spread that to other people. Sure. So that community that you're talking about, say, hey, Mr. Johnson, right, I think we all need to do our part in it. Right. And it's scary. Like for me, I, like I said earlier, I was shy because just growing up, I got into the software industry and it doesn't help to yeah. not talk to people, and talk to computers. Right. But what you said about human connection, I think that's the whole key for at least life for me. What yeah. makes me fulfilled is to find people and connect with them because I think we're all searching for that. Right. And yeah, my, my mission now is just this. When I run down the street, sometimes, like, I try to act like who by myself. I don't, I don't try to act differently. Right. But sometimes I, I run, like, you know, like, like this, <laughs> like, all crazy and stuff. And then I start, like, skipping and jumping. But you know, the beautiful thing is, I've seen so many people smile because of that. Because I think deep down, everybody wants that kind of yes. freedom, I guess, to express yourself and yeah. not be afraid of what, oh, what do what, what they think of me?
0: Well, there right. you go. I, you know, I that's the thing too. You know, I don't worry about what people think about me anymore. I, I really don't. Uh, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell myself that too, but yeah, you know, I yeah, I don't care what you think, but, yeah, when I go home, I really do, I, you know, I, I don't care what you mm-hmm. think. And uh, it is important that we connect. And mm-hmm. it is important how you feel about me, you know, and the impression that I give off. Mm-hmm. And that I am an open person, an encompassing person. And, and I have more to me than layers than you mm-hmm. realize. And, uh, yeah, huh, man, so I agree with you totally, you know. I mean, it is one of those things now that I think all of us should be very focused on is, is, is coming together. And um, as far as part as COVID can Mm -hmm. draw us away, we still need to be somewhat together here. But um, Ian, you were saying too, uh, I want to go back to uh, uh, the martial arts Mm. and how that played a part in your development. development. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that for even the young guys out here. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know.
1: Let's see. Well, I first started probably as a teenager. Back, well, like, probably a decade ago. Okay. In Markham, my uncle introduced me to Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu. Before, I had no idea what fighting was. But you see it on the movies where they're like, huh, uh, and they throw each other and yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these kind of crazy things. right? But wh- I think one of the biggest things I got out of that growing up as a kid was I was no longer afraid. Okay. Like like I said earlier, I was shy and I was very right. Um, reserved, right? I guess. And it's because I was, part of me was afraid to express myself and be, I guess, who I am. Right. But what martial arts did for me was it gave me that confidence to know that no matter what happens, right. I'll be able to defend myself. Okay. Right. Also, it's good for exercise, but...
0: Yeah. But from the mental yeah. from the aspect, ment- aspect? Of, of, of the philosophy yeah. Yeah. of the art itself, outside of the physical, right. uh, the mental, what, what mm-hmm. the, the, the language that it speaks outside of the physical that we see, there's something else going on. Yeah. That, speak to that, please.
1: Oh, interesting. I, I believe that it brings out another side in us. It's like a warrior side. I think that everybody has to... Uh, I guess... To be uh, not afraid to do anything, to take risks, to know that you'll be okay. So th- something I learned taking jiu-jitsu was that there's this thing called a white belt spaz something like that right but I didn't understand it until until I got out of it so what happens in jiu jitsu is that you are literally in a fight for your life right right. you're not going to get hurt because we're just in a way we're just playing around and everything is safe there mm-hmm. but the difference is that your body and your mind don't know the difference yet right. right so when you get in that situation you immediately start to panic okay because you go into that fight for Freeze! What did I say? Flight mode, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where you're kind of on autopilot, and your body says, "I need to start." Somebody's trying to kill me. It's it's very weird to see because you, I think logically, rationally in your head, you know you're not going to get hurt because everyone is friendly. Right. But there's a side of you that is instinctual, and says, "Well, I'm not going down this way." <laughs> right? So choose a different path. <laughs> But what I found very interesting from that is that it allows you to deal with stress. Right. Right, Because we live in an uncertain world. And you can't control anything that happens externally. Right. But you can't control what happens internally. Something like COVID, for for instance. Yes. Right. Could you have predicted that, you know, something like this will happen? No. Right. Something outside of your control, people start panicking and they start getting afraid of of the unknown. (laughs) Right. But the thing is, life is unknown and we all... You never know when you're going to go, but the thing is that you are in charge of your own self. Right. So what jiu-jitsu has allowed me to, I guess, realize is that it helps you deal with the unknown, the uncertainty in life. And it makes you calm in the face of danger. Wow. Right? Because if you're not calm in the face of danger while you're uh, practicing jiu-jitsu, right. you're screwed. You're leaving yourself yeah. open to a yeah. lot of things. Exactly.